0: All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first episode, the pilot to the Say This podcast. I just want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world doing anything, but you're taking your time with me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I want to thank God for this opportunity to be able to talk to you. Trizzy Trey with the intro music, and uh, again, I'm your host, Brandon Colbert, the communication expert, and uh, this is the first episode, and this podcast is really designed to be a resource for solving communication problems i truly believe there's a way to communicate anything that's on your mind in an effective productive tactful way sensitive things emotional triggering issues All can be communicated, and we're going to break those things down. And I hope to be able to provide some tools to you, some frameworks to ease that anxiety and just give you the best opportunity for successful outcomes. So uh, without further ado, we're just going to jump right into this first episode is on the behavior of passive aggressiveness. And we've all kind of seen some of those things. And passive aggressiveness is defined as an indirect way of sending you a message that you can't quite put your finger on, but you know it's negative, and you know they're trying to. A person is trying to get at you. Uh, something is coming across in a bad, negative way, but you can't really prove it. You can't really say what it is because it's indirect. And I'm going to tell you the number one thing you have to do. And give you an example of it. So I'm not even going to pull any punches. The number one thing here is to be able to call it out directly. You want to call out passive aggressive behavior directly. So let's take an example of this. Uh, passive aggressive behavior might be the eye roll, for example. Like uh, you're in a meeting or you're talking and you say, hey, everybody, let's. this is a change we're gonna do and it's gonna start next week, or this is what's happening and you see that eye roll. Somebody rolls their eyes up, down, and it maybe even gives you one of these. Who is this guy, you know? And you see it, what do you do? What do you say? You know, it's not good. And what you wanna be able to call out is to be able to call that behavior directly to that person and say, I see you rolling your eyes at me. It's sending me the message that you're either upset or not happy with something that I've done or said. Is that your intended message for me? And you wanna ask that question because you're not sure. So you want them to confirm what's going on and give you some more details about that, right? And don't be alarmed if you hear this. uh, I wasn't doing that, I never said that. that. That didn't happen, you're seeing things. And you know our look. Don't give them another passive-aggressive look and give them the eye roll right back. That's not going to help, right? But you can say, well, if I see it again, do you mind if I call you out on it? And that person should give you permission and say, yeah, of course, right? Because they don't believe they do it anyway. So what is going to be the problem, right? And now don't be surprised if you never see that behavior again because they've been put on notice That you will call them out on their passive aggressive behavior and passive aggressive people do not like to be called out they simply like to throw out that bombshell of passive aggressiveness and watch you go crazy right so that being the case you got to call it out now now when it happens or if it happens again be prepared boom that's it that's it right there that's the eye roll when you do that it sends me the message that I have done something or said something that you are not happy with or you're upset at me. Is that your intended message for me? And the hope is to finally get them to come clean and say, yes, I am not happy with you. I did not like what you did or said I'm upset. And remember this, whenever somebody is honest with you, the first thing out of your mouth should be thank you. Thank you. Because we can go six ways to Sunday trying to figure it out. And I don't want to spend all that time, effort, trying to guess or even make assumptions. Now we're enemies and all these other things. I don't want to do all that. I want to confirm what it is and then try to have a discussion about it. That's what professional mature people do, right? Because it's not a problem that they have a problem with you. We're going to get upset with each other. We're going to be angry. Things happen. Those things happen. But it's how you solve them, how you handle them, how you communicate that's going to get you to a better place and not have these lingering hurt feelings, right? So you've got to be able to call it out and talk it. And, And if it does go well after you do that, you really do want to tell the person, hey, I'm glad we were able to have this discussion. If future things come up, I hope we can handle it just like this. And what that does in a person's mind is say, hey, if I do have a problem, I can just come to them and tell them I don't have to do all these other antics and passive aggressive behavior. Right. Now, somebody said, well, Brandon, that's fine and good if it's a friend or a colleague, somebody you're on the same label level with. But what if it's a supervisor? It's at work and there's power dynamics at play. What we mean by power dynamics, this person has the ability to make your life hard. What do you do in those situations? Well, I'll give you an example. I had a supervisor where every time I was in a meeting, they would always do their hands roll their fingertips, right? I hope you can hear that in the background, just roll their finger. And that like really irked me, because it was like, am I taking too long with these presentations when I talk? That was sending me the message that, hey, maybe I need to speed it up. So I finally, went to my supervisor and said, hey, am I long-winded in these meetings? Am I taking too long? Am I going over time? And they said, no, why would you say that? I said, well, every time I see you do that with your fingers, it sends me the message that I'm taking too long. And I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but that's the message that I'm getting. You can see how that's totally different from saying, hey, I don't like when you do that. Stop it mr. or miss supervisor hey you need to quit whatever you're doing because it's driving me crazy you are annoying right that's a different conversation uh, in a different direction this conversation is going to take if you go that route you just want to call out the behavior and tell them the messages that you're receiving from that behavior right and And eventually I kept doing that. So this happened again in a meeting after I mentioned something. And I looked over and I said, hey, am I still good on time? Am I still, right? And I, because I saw the fingers rolling again. And finally it got to the point where they knew what was happening, right? I'm sending them this message that I don't want to send them. And that behavior eventually stopped. So... You have to be able to call it out if you want some kind of change to happen, but you can do it in a way that's mature, professional and effective. Now, somebody said, well, Brandon, you know what? That's fine and good if it's something simple as an eye roll or somebody tapping their fingers. But what if it's real detrimental behavior from a supervisor? They're belittling you, they're verbal abuse, right? Talking down to you, all these terrible things. How do you handle it then? Well, it works uh, quite similar to the previous, but uh, you want to be able to call that out too and tell them what those behaviors mean to you. So they say, so it might go something like this. Hey, When you talk down to me, it sends me the message that you don't respect me here at this company. When you belittle me and yell at me, it sends me the message that you don't respect me. Is that your intended message for me? Now, in most cases, the supervisor is gonna back down and say, hey, you know, uh, that wasn't my intended message. I didn't intend for you to take it that way, but I'm frustrated by this situation, right? Maybe it's a mistake that you made, or maybe it's an error on your part, and they're frustrated by that, and that's the only tool that they know to get across that frustration. Now, in those instances, you have to be prepared to give them a different tool. Well, if that does happen and you are frustrated, can we do this, right? Can we do that? Can we do this in a different way? Can you tell me in this manner? Can you give me an example about what you mean? Whatever the case may be, how do you want them to communicate their frustration if you've made a mistake or something that they've tried to get across to you? And you've got to be prepared for that answer before this conversation. And listen. If the only time you get it in gear, like you actually work hard is when they yell at you and talk down to you, you are literally teaching them, hey, I need to keep yelling at this person because that's the only time they work hard. The only time they work hard is when I call them names. The only time they work hard is when I talk down to them. So you're teaching them that behavior and you've got to take some responsibility for that. Just just being real. So... That being the case, you want to give them a different avenue. Now, what if, Brandon, somebody always goes to the extreme? Now, what if, Brandon, they really say, yeah, that's their intended message, right? You tell them, hey, um, when you talk down to me, it sends me the message that you don't respect me here. When you belittle me, it sends me the message that uh, I'm not valued here at this company. Is that your intended message for me? And they say, yes. That is my intended message for you. I'm glad you finally got it. <laughs> now, when somebody is honest with you, what's the first thing that should come out of your mouth? Thank you, thank you. Well, at least I don't have to guess whether I'm valued here at this company. I don't have to guess whether I'm respected. I didn't think so in the first place, but now I know and now you can decide what you're going to do with that information but at least you know right at least you know so that being the case now nobody's telling you now you should leave your job or whatever but now you know the truth and it's better to know the truth than to be in the dark and have to guess about those things okay so passive-aggressive behavior keys here you gotta call it out tell them what your intended message the messages that you're receiving from whatever behavior they're doing, give them another tool to get their message across, can all be helpful in those situations, okay? So uh, we're going to have more uh, behaviors, detriments, interpersonal things to talk about in later episodes, but I hope that was able to help at least somebody out there, and uh, we're going to have more tools, techniques, more challenges to come in later episodes. I want to thank you for listening, and we are out. You are listening to the Say This Podcast. listen, when someone is honest with you, the first thing out of your mouth should be thank you, thank you, because we can go six ways to Sunday trying to figure it out, I just want to know the truth, thank you, you are listening to the Say This Podcast, and you have to understand, that's just not going to happen. And it's naive to think and operate as if it will. Listen, I never said it's going to be easy, but we're not looking for easy, we're looking for an effective solution to solve the problem. And here's the thing about an apology. It stops the bleeding, but it doesn't heal the wound. Trust is the first thing to go and the last thing to come back when you're talking about an apology and trying to figure it out. And you know how it goes. Oh, is my paycheck going to be right this week? With the passive aggressiveness sarcasm. How do you deal with that? You are listening to the Say This Podcast.